I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That boy has a future as a construction worker because he wakes up at 6 a.m., immediately hops on his excavator, and is out there digging dirt. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was awesome at first. But there's really, there's only so many times you can watch a boy dig dirt. <laughs> He's just out there grinding, just working his craft. And when I say, let's go inside, read books, maybe do, do something different. <laughs> He says, no, I have to work. <laughs> no, it's so funny. It is so funny every time that, like, I feel like we have said that to him, mm-hmm. that he's like, let's go do this. And we're like, oh, honey, no, I have to work. Mm-hmm. And so now when he doesn't no, want to do something, he us. says it to he us. He gets it. He, he says, no, I have to work. No, I have to go to my office. I have to work. <laughs> he's he's, giving, he's mm-hmm. giving it right back to us. Mm-hmm. He, we're we're going to start, I swear, like, the little things that I, uh, th- th- like the tiny white lies that I would give him, mm-hmm. you know, like if they're gonna come back to bite he's us. He's like, he's like, oh, I really want some M and M's, and I'm like, oh, sweetie, we don't have any M and M's. And he's like, he's like, no, I know exactly where they are. Where they are? <laughs> I'm just slightly too small you to give you these lies to me. <laughs> You tell the truth. You tell the truth. Tell the truth. You tell me the truth. You look me in my eyes <laughs> and you tell me we don't have M and M's, Mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to Baby Steps. Comment below what uh, what cute started out cute but got to be a bit much. Things your little one does. And oh if- my goodness! Anybody out there living with a toddler knows what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Doing something over. And over and mm-hmm. over and over. I, can, I basically have good night, good night construction site memorized. I I also have good night, good night construction site mem- memorized, as well yeah. as time for bed, which is the one that I read to Finn before mm-hmm. bed every night. Every night in the dark this- because he's very uh, he doesn't go to bed very well right now, and so I have to. It has to be completely dark. And so mm-hmm. I'm reading a book to him in the dark. Gotta memorize it. Gotta memorize it. I'm Ned. This is Ariel. What's up? We have a three-year-old, almost three-year-old son named Wes and a three-month-old named Finn. This is Baby Steps, the weekly parenting <laughs> comedy podcast that reveals the messy side of parenting. <laughs> Drop us a subscribe. Rate us five stars. You, you can find it anywhere podcasts are at. This week, we're talking about the three-month milestone, because it's official. It's official. Finn is three months old. Today. The but, day that we are talking about this. <laughs> but milestones are a little controversial, because with them, yeah. they come a lot of things that your baby should or shouldn't be doing. It can really lead you down a rabbit hole of thinking that your precious little Harvard grad is going <laughs> to end up in a gutter. You really want your kids to go to Harvard? Hell no. Fuck Harvard. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> Yale, Yale would be nice though. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I have a love hate relationship with milestones because both of our kids were um, early, right? And which already throws it way out. Which of already whack. throws it off. I was chatting with our producer Rachel about this, who had twins, so they were early as well. And she was saying that all of those milestone apps that that parents love and we do love them mm-hmm. um but all of those apps that 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 parents love they they're always off and they're off for us too mm-hmm. because a, a lot of them chart milestones based on baby's due date and mm-hmm. not their birth date yeah at the one month checkup for finn guess what percentile he was sixth percentile i know in height or something or it's like it's insane yeah and then a couple months later he's like in the 40th percentile i'm like well uh seems like it didn't mean very much when you said it to us so why did you say it to us we're just worried that right there's that whole situation napoleon it's 
everybody's always saying, don't compare your babies to other babies. Don't compare your, you know, your kid is their own kid. Don't compare them. And yet you go to the doctor mm-hmm. and they give you a point of comparison. They literally compare your baby to all other babies and say, your baby is 40th percentile, 60th percentile, 90th percentile. And you like, I find myself just hoping that they say something over 50%, mm-hmm. you know, cause God forbid your child is average mm-hmm. or below average. I know. Right? Under 50% seems like horrible. Oh my God. Like, There's something but it wrong with them. It doesn't like, but then I actually think about it and it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It just means that your baby is small. Mm-hmm. You know, like and, I don't understand why they tell people that. Right now. Right. It could grow bigger. And, and could I, grow smaller. I do. I actually do understand. <laughs> Here I am saying like, I don't know why they do this, but I do. It's it's so that the doctor can be like, okay, well, you need to feed your baby more or, that's you know, like you're true. feeding your baby too much or that sort of thing. Or baby's not getting enough nutrition. I get that. But you know what? You don't need to tell people, mm-hmm. you know, and and maybe, maybe it's some like some sick uh, need for parents to know how their kids compare that the doctors have just gotten into the habit of telling them, you know, like that we've had, so we go to a practice that has several different doctors and I, and I, and the one doctor that we really like that we go to, she doesn't tell us. I've noticed mm-hmm. that she never really told us with Wes. Mm-hmm. And then there's one doctor just that says he's doing great. Yeah. He's like, he's doing great. He's doing great. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, that's what you want to hear, you know, but deep down I was kind of like, Tell me what percentile he is. Tell me, me what percentile. <laughs> Tell me he's 60. Tell me he's 75. 69 percentile. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, but like, and then there was one doctor that we had that like turned the computer screen to us and said, here is his chart. Mm-hmm. And here is how he compares to other babies. And he was like, below. This, this was with Finn. And I was like, like, oh my God. <laughs> what baby? Yeah. You know, it's it's so it's fascinating and frustrating mm-hmm. to to think about that, you know, and, and I wonder how other parents feel when they see where their child falls on that line, mm-hmm. that 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 line of all other babies in and, the world. I mean, it, it's a it's a line of comparison that lasts your whole life. I mean, maybe you're maybe you're a kid in school or maybe you're in college, like you're getting graded on the curve. How many likes other people get on social media? I mean, even just outside of baby milestones, there right. are these like these like points of comparison. Right. You're constantly being graded and grading yourself. Can make you feel bad. Yeah. Or good if you like I mean. top of the curve, but then uh, then ultimately bad because the whole class hates you. Uh, <clears throat> this is hard for life. This is just Ned's life. <laughs> there are plenty of people who aren't or below average height in the world that do just fine. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the 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 real question here is. It's not do below average people do well. It is why do we feel the need to compare ourselves? Exactly. Um, and <laughs> that is that is what this this episode is about. But it's also not what this episode is about because mm-hmm. uh, I now that we have a second child. Yes. How has your how have your feelings changed about this? About compare. Oh. I am super chill, man. Right. I mean, the the difference between the first child and the second child. First child, I was like, is he doing everything right? I was like going through the check boxes. Second child, I'm like, he's fine. Yeah, he's like He'll sort get of there smiling. Eventually. The doctor asked us like, is he like looking at you and smiling? I was like, uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, that that made me like a little bit like, oh no, oh, I guess I need to be. Looking at this more. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there are reasons that milestones are important. Yeah. And it's, you know, so that so that doctors and parents can uh, can look at kids and, and say, you know, like, well, they're not, you know, it's been a while since they should have hit this certain milestone X, Y, Z. And, you know, if they don't hit those milestones, it could indicate that there is something wrong, yeah. or something amiss, right. you know. So they can intervene. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it could be like hearing problems, sight problems, that things that you don't catch, uh, because obviously babies can't tell you that they can't see mm-hmm. or hear, um, you know, so there could be certain things going on that are keeping them from reaching those milestones. 
Um, and so, you know, so that's why they're important. Mm. But in, you know, kids that are just being kids, like a couple of weeks, a couple of months, you know, like if they haven't walked yet, if they haven't talked yet, you know, it's every baby is different and every baby is on their own schedule. Yeah, some of the ranges for the milestones, like walking, for example, it ranges from like seven months to 18 months. Exactly. That's a huge range. But yeah. if my baby doesn't start walking at seven months, then all of a sudden I'm going to start to say, oh no, seven months, he should have done it by now. And seven months is nuts. Yeah. Wes didn't walk till 15 months. Yeah. Yeah. And look at him. Can't stop him from sprinting everywhere now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it, it's, it's just so interesting that uh, we think of like, it's such a big deal in the moment that a baby hasn't reached a certain milestone mm-hmm. and you're thinking, oh God, I've done something wrong or my child is, is going to be damaged in some way. But then when, you know, when they're three, when they're five, when they're 10, when they're 30, mm-hmm. you're like, why was I so worried about this? They're fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, Look at me. I'm 33 now. I used to poop my pants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let's get specific about milestones. We're going to read the what to expect a three-month checklist and see, is our baby okay? And also, <laughs> which milestones do we think are important to check out and which ones are a pretty wide range? Okay. Month three is what many parents call the enchanted months or the the golden months. Yes, and why is that? Uh, because they're sleeping a little bit more through the night uh-huh. rather than waking up two to three times. They're usually only waking up one time, maybe two, two times. Uh-huh. Uh, which has been a huge change for us. Yes. You know, still a little rocky, but I mean, just waking up once at like 2, 3 a.m., way better than just being intermittently up all night. Yeah, that's fair. Rather than every two to three hours to Exactly. Eat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and starting to social smile, starting to be kind of like happy, starting yes. to have a sense of you're connecting with them. Which makes having an infant so much easier yeah when i mean wouldn't you say that in those early early days when you know your newborn is just kind of looking around not making eye contact yeah not smile you know just not interacting with you in any way i i just find that time to be very isolating and difficult. I think it is isolating and difficult because you're not, you don't feel like you're connecting yeah. with a, another human being. You just kind of feel like you're taking care of a, a larva. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, in some ways is lovely because you're, you have this warm, snuggly newborn. That part's nice. Uh, but you know, when you're imagining a, a child that has a, um, <laughs> that maybe was too loud. I'm gonna eat this apple and then put it away. <laughs> it's like, like when you were complaining about my mom eating ice when we were watching TV the other day. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, you just majorly distracted me with your apple eating. Chew on ice is like. Only psychopaths chew on ice. That is not true. And also, uh, only psychopaths eat apples during a podcast. And so Finn is at that point now where he is social smiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he looks at your face. Um, he's actually right now, uh, kids his age, like in that three-month range, they uh, are particularly interested in circular shapes. Oh, did you know that? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, that's because, I mean, like a face. Like a face. Like a face. There you go. Yeah. So uh, particularly interested in circular shapes or like wavy shapes mm-hmm. or um, and contrasts, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why all all those infants be looking at those black and white cards. Um, <laughs> those black and white cards. Those, you know, those black all and white cards. All those infants doing it. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. It's like the it's like the center part. Everyone's doing oh it. Oh my god! Don't get <laughs> don't even get me started about the center part. I saw something on. The internet, it was Instagram, that uh, said that only old people wear 
side parts. And you immediately started comparing yourself. And I immediately started comparing myself. I You're said, like, am I is, old? Is this am a I milestone old? that I've passed? Am I old because I like to side part my hair? Well, you know what it made me think of is that both Becky and Maggie, who are significantly younger than I am. Significantly, girl. They're like. Are doing uh, middle parts. And I was years. like, I am old. I am so oh old. Goodness. So I tried a center part and guess what? I look like a dweebus. <laughs> no, no, you looked fine. I did not. I did not look fine. <laughs> I looked, I looked, I looked like, like one of those Wait. like caricatures of people that slick their hair down <laughs> try, like this. Try it, out, <laughs> try it out for the people watching on YouTube. <laughs> okay. So my hair is, is, is not, is like, kind of thin and especially with children it has gotten more thin yeah and so like right after right after i i take a shower and my hair is clean and then i put it in and then i like have it down it just <laughs> i just look so silly with the middle part i think it looks fine i look like a dweebus like i should like I, I should have like i don't know uh, glasses. I don't Hello, know. fellow Hello. friends. <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't look like me. Do, do, that's, okay, that's the that's thing. The, that's it, the real it just question. doesn't is, look like. Does you. it? Do I look like me no. with the middle part? No. Okay. So what you're I saying mean, is you're, I'm old. I, it's I, no. What? No. <laughs> I, it's like here. Thirty seconds of it. It's uh-huh. already started to normalize for me. Really? Remember when I had a mustache? You still have a mustache. But that's no. It's part of a beard. Remember when I just had the mustache? Yes. And at first it was like, oh my God, that's so strange. And after a while I was like, oh, it's still my husband. He just has a so. mustache. Yeah. And I'm saying that center part just, wasn't even as severe as a mustache. So, so I mean, I, so I just got used to having like a salesman as a husband. Right. So do you think you could get used to, uh, you know, having a, I don't know. What, what, what you got to think I? of it like, oh yeah, I'm Dua Lipa. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey. Okay. So so all I have to do is walk around and pretending that I'm Dua Lipa. Yeah. And then it'll work. Right. That's that's what okay. I did with the mustache. Okay. I pretended I was Dua Lipa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean that was a tangent, but I certainly do feel old with two kids sometimes. Yeah. And and I also Me too. I can't I can't get Botox on my uh on my forehead because mm-hmm. you can't do Botox when you're breastfeeding. Uh so I still have like you know, eight months before I can get Botox again. Mm. So this is just going to get worse and worse. This situation going on up here. You look beautiful. I appreciate that. Uh, but you know, anytime I look at myself on camera or something like that, real talk guys. I mean, I I look, I feel the same way. I look at photos even two years ago (laughs) of me and I'm like, (laughs) You got so much life. You so got much so youth. much life. And I see when YouTube you getting... comments that are like, wow, Ned really doesn't seem like he's sleeping much. It's like, well, I'm not sleeping sleep. very I'm much. Like, I'm not. You don't know my life. <laughs> I think that all the time. I'm like, okay, I, I can't help but compare myself to Becky and Maggie. No, because right, right. I see them every week. On, oh, it's really it's anyone that doesn't have children. Yeah, right? yeah. I can, so so I'm looking at them on the Zoom. They're so fresh faced with no wrinkles, and and then I'm looking at myself with these bags under my eyes, <laughs> <laughs> a full 
forehead of wrinkles and my ding dang sidebar. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm just like, uh, who am I? How do how how is the how how is the shift so significant? <laughs> like when you're not sleeping very much at night. Oh man. Yeah. Anywho, comparing yourself to others. Not a good not a good good thing. Uh, And comparing your baby to other babies, also not a good look. Take it take it from us, professionals on social media. Uh, (laughs) we face the same pressures that you do on social media, even more heightened. uh, because this is our profession. I've taken to to wearing you know, under under eye makeup. Right? Because it's like, I look at my eyes, I'm just like, oh, dear God, it's the sunken place. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sunken place. I look like death. I am death incarnate. <laughs> do, you th- uh, do you think that... I mean, that- maybe not drinking alcohol and drinking more water could also help like a little bit, like, but maybe- I'm not going to do that. Come on now. <laughs> Need my glass of wine to help me. <laughs> To help take me. the edge off a really tough day from being old. <laughs> from being old, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. It's just this cycle that continues and continues and continues. It's like if I were zen enough to just drink tea and water all the time. Right, right, right. Then awesome, but I'm not. <laughs> Five o'clock rolls around and I'm chasing after a toddler, and I'm like, "Where's my wine? Where's my wine?" Oh my goodness. You know what would be great to chase after this toddler with? A glass of wine. A glass of wine. That would be awesome. <laughs> yes. Wesley says, let's go outside. And I said, just let, daddy needs to go get his wine first. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I know that this is something that like my other mom friends do too, but uh, like, is this wine o'clock? It, yeah, wine o'clock. Is this a universal thing? Is this just a like? Probably. I not. have kids. No, I need alcohol. I think it's pretty universal with our parent friends. Yeah. I mean, hundred percent. When uh, maybe that's because when you got we just find parent friends who right. also like to. That's drink. true. It's a common a shared interest. A shared interest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Rachel sent us a recommendation of a red that was a porch pounder. A porch pounder. <laughs> and we thought, we thought hmm, And this is why this is why nice. Rachel is a very very good mom friend. That's right. She sends us porch pounders. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Uh I remember when when you got pregnant and it was during the pandemic and mm-hmm. we had a toddler all of our parents or all of our friends who were parents said, "Oh dear god. Oh no." She's chasing around that toddler and she can't drink wine. And she wine. can't drink wine. Oh, no. I know. How will she survive? I know. I know. Yeah. And uh, uh, if you guys want to know uh, how I handle breastfeeding with um, wine drinking, mm. uh, it's, uh, you know, you have to really kind of... A lot of stopwatches. You, you stop drinking <laughs> at a certain time and, you know, you breastfeed at a certain time. They say two hours. Uh, I can talk all about it if anybody's interested. Um, but we are being safe about that. And milestones. Okay. Because now we <clears> don't <throat> really think about them as like, oh, he should be smiling now unless the doctor asks for it. Uh, yes. But there are certain milestones that he should be doing so, right now. Sleeping. Babies up to three or four months need 14 to 16 hours of sleep in a 24-hour period. That sounds correct. Think he's doing that? I know that he sleeps so. like, okay, so last night he slept from... It's like six hours, then three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He last normally night sleeps he slept about... from 9.30 to 2.45. Uh-huh. Then went to bed at 3.15. Then woke up at 6. Breastfed babies should eat as much as they want at this age, but a general rule of thumb is four ounces per feeding. Uh, every how many hours? Every three to four hours. Wow. I think he's eating more than that. Hell Yeah. Chonk. That boy Florida strong. (laughs) (laughs) But see, here we are. Now we're like, like eating more is not supposed to be a good thing or a bad thing. Oh, it's just a thing. It just is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So who cares if he's eating more? That's just what he eats. Yeah. He eats as much as he wants. Babies this age love hugs, which can help with cognitive development. 
Have we been hugging our baby? I don't know if he loves hugs or not. He loves snuggles. Yeah. But it's not like, but like he can. Sometimes he does. It's not like he can look at us and be like, mmm, I like this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> bachelor like style. Sort of bachelor. Mm, I like Bachelor them. baby mm. style. Mmm. This can is I nice. Steal you for a second. Oh. Mm. I need. That's been all the time. Some more milk. Can I steal can you I for a second? Can I suck on your <laughs> Wow, is that what you? Is it, that, that's just how you think of breastfeeding. I saw something on. Well, it was like The Bachelor, so it's like kind of I was looking okay, for something. Okay, you know what I really appreciate? Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate people who post TikToks on Instagram. Mm. As somebody who doesn't do TikTok, right? So I really like the TikToks get- that are on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old. I'm so okay. This title, the, like, I ain't gonna download TikTok, but the title keep- of this episode is Ariel is old. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm I'm no longer comparing myself to my younger friends for the next five minutes. <laughs> um, but so I was looking at this TikTok on Instagram, mm-hmm. and it was um, it was this mom who was like pretending that her milk had just come in, mm. and uh, and then she pretended to be her husband, and he was like, "Ooh, damn!" And then she sang the song that was like, "This ain't about you." You know, and it was just, it was, it was really that funny. And funny. I was like, I get you, girl. Girl. Because this ain't about the you. The boobies are not about, this ain't you, about you anymore. These are kind of off They are about the food zone. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is a feeding I know, situation. And, and it's like, you can't, it's like, you want what you can't have. I know. It makes me want them even more. <laughs> I know. It's so hard. <laughs> They're bigger. They're bigger. It's fun. Blah, <laughs> blah, <laughs> 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 Sorry, mom and dad. Uh, <laughs> Anywho. Um, yes, other milestones. Uh, also, I don't think you're older than you. I think it's a, a <laughs> I think it's a children versus not children. Because you're basically the same age as your non-child friends, right? Maybe no. a year or two older or something. It's it's like binary. It's like once you have kids, right. you immediately are 10 years older. If you didn't have kids right now, what? I'm 35. You're in, the, you're in your prime, baby. Yeah. 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 I am. Thank you. Okay. Your baby will most likely lift her head 90 degrees when on her tummy. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing that. We've been doing that. Actually, Finn will do this thing where he like swivels his head <laughs> around like this, kind of like in a circle. And then... And then he'll kind of lose bam, control. Yep. Like <laughs> head butts you right in the chest. Which just makes me think that he's going to be a lot... Uh, uh, accident prone, kind mm-hmm. of like Wes. Mm-hmm. Wes, uh, we joke that all everything ends in tears for him because yeah. he just goes and goes and goes and goes until he hurts himself. Right. The happy place gets even more happy and then even more. It gets frantic. Physical exertion. And then it, and then it gets hurt. Yeah. It's kind of like you actually. That's true. That's me in a nutshell. Reminds me a lot of Ned. We um, have two boys that are just you. <laughs> but smaller yeah maybe they'll get some of you as well and not break a bone until they're 25 oh i would love that that would be nice that would be really nice but not likely mm-hmm. i still haven't broken a bone you said oh, that have, yeah. haven't broken a bone until they're 25 shoot i guess i was thinking of stitches you going to the er to get stitches so you i also you didn't get stitches only... and i've you never had a bee sting stitches. never had a bee sting well that's just... never had stitches until i met you uh, and never broken a bone. Uh, a little different for me, gang. Yeah, and broken it probably multiple will be for our bones, kids too. Uh, torn legs, uh, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. How many times have you had stitches on your chin? Three. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the final time they had developed some cool glue technology. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right, back to back to the. Mm-hmm. Once I broke my nose running into a wall playing laser tag. <laughs> Father of my children, everybody. <laughs> uh, we'll be able to roll around and turn in the direction of a sound. I don't know if he does that roll yet. Roll around? Like rolling? He's. I don't think that they're rolling roll over. at this point. Oh, it says likely be able to roll over. Likely be able to roll over. So okay. not likely in our case. Finn is not rolling mm-hmm. over. Well, he, he, I mean, if we like propped him up so that he, his only option was to roll over, he might do it. Yeah. But... 
Yeah, if we like put him standing and then see what happens, he would like topple over. And roll. And roll. <laughs> Which we have not done. We're not uh, do Many babies have expanded their speaking repertoire to string together vowels and consonant sounds like agu. Agu. He, he does that. Yeah. Okay. Very. very He's occasional. chatty. He's a talker. He's chatty. Yeah. He's chatty. Yeah. Wes is a runner. He's a talker. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. We, we can have, you know, our boys can be different. Boy, kids are different. Mm-hmm. Wes was very active and is very active. And Finn can can be his own person. He likes toys and rattles. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing, he likes things that play music. And he'll reach for toys. I don't know if he's reached for toys He does yet. reach for oh, toys. Really? Yeah, when I play with him with the Love Every mm-hmm. thing, with the, the play gym, he likes the really loud ding 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 toy. Huh. Yeah. Okay. And so if he can reach it, he'll hit it or he'll kick it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cool. I have been having lots of dance parties with Finn and he definitely enjoys the music. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be a musician. He's going to be a musician. <laughs> it's like those, uh, are those the, like the Korean, uh, birthday parties oh, i mean yeah. they're, they're not like birthday the, the parties. one-year-old the one-year-old well like it's like a one-year-old maybe isn't a party but what it's do you a, call it ritual yeah it's a ritual yeah where they if they, you don't know in korean culture there's a ritual when a baby turns one year old where they crawl on a map to one of five different items and it's things like like a paintbrush it, like well there's 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 five specific items yeah it's, five it's, specific it's not items. things like it's a paintbrush mm-hmm. a Oh, might have to call Eugene. Uh, paintbrush, a. It's like one symbolizes intellect, one symbolizes wealth, Artist- one symbolizes artistic ability. There's maybe like a Probably dollar. Like physical activity. A ball. Mm-hmm. But it's things like that where it's like the sorting hat of babies. Yes, exactly. This baby shall become yeah. an artist. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I don't know if you guys watched uh, Pixar's Soul. Great movie. We loved it. Uh-huh. Wes calls it a little blue guy movie. Little blue, little blue guy. Uh, they're, they give all of the little souls personality traits. Right. There's a sequence where they say, and you will be megalomaniacs. You will be narcissistic megalomaniacs. <laughs> and you all will be slightly depressed. Right. Yeah. It is fascinating mm-hmm. to think that. Be sure to continue reading to your curious cutie and watch how captivated she is by the pictures as you turn the page. Haven't really done much of that. Maybe you have. Oh, yeah, I have. I've done it, like, occasionally. Yeah. All right, I'll try and do that more. I mean, he he really looks more at, like, people than he does at pages. You know, right. he likes hearing my voice. Yeah. Uh, and he likes the fact that I'm talking. You could, you, you know, you mm-hmm. can sort of sense that he likes that I'm, like, speaking. I'll notice sometimes he's too, like, if he's into my chest and it's not calming him down, mm-hmm. what he really wants is to, like, look at me and talk to me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when he smiles the most. Yeah, it's very cute. True. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh, here's a milestone. Clapping. Clapping? Hell no. I don't even think he knows he has two hands. No. Doesn't like, even have arms yet. He, he, he like... <laughs> is surprised when he finds his fingers mm-hmm. and it's like oh that's fun mm-hmm. oh these are tasty Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. no clapping no we are not there yet steak au jus <laughs> and the last milestone controlling and lifting their head during tummy time ah tummy time He's, he does that i think so yeah yeah he lifts his head he can hold his head up mm-hmm. um that's an important one because they have to be able to hold their head up in order to start eating solid food Oh. Yeah. You know that like four month 
uh, well visit. The doctor's always yeah, like, how are they holding their head? eating food? I forgot everything. Well, with Wes, we Ariel, did it. I forgot everything. <laughs> with Wes, we did it at four months. Oh my gosh, that's one month away. I know. Some some parents wait till six months. Some parents wait till eight. I think Rachel waited till eight because uh, she wanted to do like very solid foods with uh, Poppy and June. Hmm. So yeah. they just jump right into filet mignon. Yeah. Really? I mean, no. Oh. It was like soft carrots. Okay, but yeah. still not mush. Not mush, yeah. Wow. So that's, yeah, that's the thing is at four months we started with like purees that were mixed with breast milk, mm-hmm. you know? So like basically breast milk with a little bit of carrot, you know? Oh man. When it, I mean, the solid foods, that's when the poops start getting real oh. stanky. I mean, let, I mean, can we compare <laughs> our three-month-old poops to our three-year-old poop? I mean... The three-year-old just, it's like, it's like adult-sized dumps. <laughs> I mean, they are big evacuations they of the are. bowels. And they, they are. are, you know, I, I'm sure they're as smelly as adult poop is, but adult poop goes straight into the toilet. Sometimes I think to myself, like, he's such a, a small person. And he also How's doesn't, he fit all that poop and also there? he doesn't eat. As much as we do. Yeah. And yet his poops are so big. Yeah. He has adult poops. Yeah. And I'm so proud of him. I <laughs> oh, man. You know, but like comparing his poops to other kids' stanky. poops, I bet he's got the biggest poops. But he has the biggest poops ever. <laughs> but it Our is. It is. been pooping a lot lately. It is fascinating to see. Like, I, I can't not look. Yeah. You know, like I could take off his, his well, nighttime diaper if there's a poop it in it. He's like, let me see. Yeah. So we're still, we're still doing nighttime and, and, and naptime diapers. Right. And sometimes he'll poop in his nighttime diaper, which I know could be, can become an issue. And we'll have to talk oh, about really? that at some point. Oh, know. okay. Um, Ned's like, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. The doctor said, oh, don't worry about nighttime for a while. Oh, really? Because the last time that I mentioned it to her that he was pooping at night in his diaper, she goes, uh-oh. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She, oh. Doctor said, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anywho. <laughs> That's not what you... You definitely I... don't want to hear that from you, doctor. <laughs> Just, uh-oh, not followed up by anything else. Uh-oh. <laughs> Huh. All right. Well, <laughs> keep an eye on it. <laughs> Let me know if that like, gets better. <laughs> yeah. So he, he sometimes poops at night. And, um, and so when you take off the diaper, you can just wrap it up and throw it away. Mm-hmm. But I can't not look. I know. I just want to check I have it out. to look. Do you look at your poops after you poop? Not usually. You don't? Not usually. Are you a psychopath? I guess so. Don't you want to know what they look like? Not really. I'm just... In, out, ready to start my day again. That's absolutely untrue. You spend like 20 minutes in the bathroom. Right. So I'm in, out, and then ready to take advantage of the fact that I'm in the bathroom (laughs) and play on my phone for a little while. (laughs) The honest truth. Give me that honest truth. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Can I get, can can I just send a call out to my mom friends out there, uh, you know, on the waves? Yeah. Uh, How long do your husband spend in the pooper? Because I cannot be the only one who's, you know, chasing after children and <laughs> daddy's p- puts it on his phone in the bathroom. Look, you do it too. I, it yes. is a necessary break. It's like the only break you get in I know, the morning. I know. So I, it's like become something where we're like, I'm going to go poop. And you just know that your partner is there. They're having their time. Uh-huh. And you try and keep the kids out of the bathroom. Uh-huh. Try Try not always (laughs) succeed. And it's just like, you know, it's your one moment to be by yourself for a sec. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. And that's fine. Yeah, fair enough. All right. You're right. I do it too. I do it too. Well, that is a great topic of conversation for people listening out there is how long do you take in the bathroom and how long do you think your partner takes? Uh Uh-huh. Is it more? Is it, is it? Is it more? Is it more? Everyone thinks their partner takes more time. Oh, way more. You take way more time than I do. <laughs> oh, you take way more time no, than I do. No, absolutely what are you talking not. About? Absolutely not. Uh, but we were talking about <laughs> tummy time. We were. And so tummy time. Tell me a little bit about tummy time for, for, for those people that are listening who don't, do not have kids and do not know what this, this weird like baby exercise is. Well, it's about strong back, strong baby. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the idea that 
you need to help your baby develop strength in parts of their body that they might not otherwise get it by putting them on their stomach and uh-huh. watching them so to make sure they don't go face plant and yeah so their necks and their backs right mm-hmm. they're never mind <laughs> what oh it's just that song that goes like my neck my back my pussy and my crack <laughs> so you're like yeah their necks and their backs it's like don't it's not don't even get me started even, <laughs> <laughs> is that what you think about when Finn, when Finn's during tummy time no but i think about it whenever someone says my neck and my back interesting i guess but, i think know, about that when somebody says like apple bottom jeans or that's something, true sure which sure. i've never ever heard ever no, no but if somebody said it i would think about the song yeah so i haven't worn pants in so long Sorry, where did that come from? Apple bottom jeans. I mean, just oh. the thought of jeans. Look at me. I'm out here in shorts. Like I'm wearing a sweater is... and sweatpants. Those are your cool sweatpants. These are my cool sweatpants. These are my podcast sweatpants. These are my day sweatpants, and then I have my night sweatpants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this, we've, I've definitely this is your active leaned wear. into the uh, COVID fashion, mm-hmm. and I am digging it. Yep. Just put on some white sneakers, and you are ready exactly. to go to Coachella. White sneakers go with everything. Yeah. That is my number one mom tip. Is don't get any other shoes. Yes, only <laughs> white, wear sneakers. white sneakers. Um, okay, so tummy tuck. So cool, Ariel. I know. So cool. <laughs> it comes with age. <laughs> so fresh, so hip, so wise. So wise. <laughs> so wise. Um, <laughs> so not hip. Uh, okay, but okay, I was reading this New York Times article actually about tummy time. Mm-hmm. It's called The Truth About Tummy Time. Oh. And did you know that tummy time was not a thing? 15 years ago? No. Well, okay, more like 30 years ago. Huh. Because uh, tummy time started becoming a thing when parents were not putting their kids on their bellies to sleep. Oh, right. Yeah. There's a whole movement to make every parent aware that putting your kid... On their back with no blankets or mm-hmm. pillows or stuff. Yeah, it's called will help it's prevent called safe, infant death. Safe to sleep or safer mm-hmm. to sleep mm-hmm. or back to sleep. That actually, it's called back to sleep because. Uh, Let's check the sheet. It is called back to sleep because yes. that's like that's what makes you think of it. It's called back to sleep mm-hmm. because so the American uh, Association of Pediatrics they uh, found that babies were dying less mm-hmm. of of sudden infant death syndrome when they were put to sleep on their backs and Which when i huge. When, when i talked to my mom she's like oh yeah we put you to sleep on your belly all the time like hmm. that's just how kids slept is they wow. would put you, you would put them down on their belly and 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 they would sleep like that with their you know sleeping like that just like this like i sleep now uh-huh. yeah exactly <laughs> i sleep like a 1970s because baby because it's so comfortable mm. and it's you know it, like for digestion and that's just how babies slept because you, they would sleep on you like this mm, and so you right. would lay them down, down like, like that, that. Yeah. you know because you didn't want to wake them up by putting them on their backs but then i kind of imagine i'm like skydiving sometimes sure i bet one that hand you down sleep. like this one hand like this and i sleep like this that is how you sleep that's exactly how you sleep like a skydiver like a skydiver um but uh so then doctors started finding that kids were coming in more and more with uh like head flatness oh no yeah it 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 has a medical term it's called like something cephaly but uh yeah Mm -hmm. i I don't think i wrote it down but um yeah so all these kids were coming in because they were laying on one side Mm -hmm. and so they would get like a a flat part Hmm. and so then Doctors are like, well, what do we do about this? It's obviously safer for them to sleep on their backs, but now we're getting kids with, with like flat spots. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and so then so, yeah. they started tummy time, huh. where they said, okay, well, yes, your kids have to sleep on their backs, but they also have to spend a certain amount of time every day on their bellies, so that they can get that strength in their neck, but it's also so that they don't get a flat head. <laughs> That is fascinating. Yeah. It's they solved one problem and created another. Yes. 
And now we have two different acronyms yes. to help us remember how to keep a perfectly spherical safe baby. Yeah, perfectly spherical, very safe <laughs> and strong baby. Balance, balance it off. It like, is it is it is a balance. Mm-hmm. But it I, I find it very uh interesting how tummy time has sort of become this this really stressful thing. Uh where like it's like a baby workout. Yeah. And okay, well, it's my baby is really doing... cute for five minutes and yeah. then they start fussing and yeah. you're like, but you're supposed to be doing tummy time. I remember, I remember with Wes, I was comparing, like I would talk to my mom friends and I'd be like, oh yeah, he, he can maybe manage like a minute of tummy time. And she's like, oh really? Well, my baby's doing five minutes of tummy yeah. time. And I'm just like, well, fuck me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he drinks kale smoothies exclusively. Yeah. My baby. Maybe um, we already know our letters in Greek. Whoa. <laughs> we already know the alphabet. <laughs> the Greek alphabet, that is. <laughs> and we're not even Greek. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Cool. It's great. I yeah. use windings on my computer. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're, we, we can't compare ourselves to other people. Well, but the Especially f- not Silver Lake moms. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, but you know what? Something interesting that I also read in that article yeah. was that um, actually, like, intelligence, hmm. they they have found a, uh, like, a correlation between um, certain milestones and intelligence. <gasps> oh Isn't that fascinating? Which ones? Well, okay. Think about it this way. When your baby is able to sit it's up, all poop related. They're like, no, it is, is not he pooping. It's enough? not. Uh, so when your baby is able to sit up, yeah, they experience the world in a different dimension. Wow! Right. So imagine your baby laying down. All they can see is like the is like what's ahead, what's in front of them, what's overhead. Right. Mm-hmm. But now they're sitting up. They can turn their trunk and they can touch things differently and like interact with toys in a different way and that makes their that ma- makes their brain <gasps> work differently oh my gosh and so you know it's certain uh milestones then or like certain intelligence milestones start to start to go faster oh my goodness isn't that interesting oh, no. so like it's almost like intelligence is following the like the physical milestones as mm-hmm. well that is interesting. And so they find that kids who walk uh, like earlier, sometimes they talk earlier too. <gasps> and then they start doing calculus earlier. And then they, <laughs> and then get they go into to college Harvard. Or, and then they go to Harvard. Oh my God. Right? But that's why it's so stressful. So we need our babies to be smart, but not so smart that they get into Harvard. Because fuck Harvard. No. <laughs> Kidding. For everybody listening, Ned went to Yale, and <laughs> Yale and Harvard have a, a rivalry. rivalry. Yeah. That's why he says F Harvard. Yeah, but maroon is such a beautiful color on me, so it really is tough. Yeah, that's, that's hard. <laughs> that's hard for you. Oh my gosh, but it, that means, like, that, that's so much pressure. That means everything in the baby's life comes down to these moments. Exactly. I that's why heard. there are so many stressed out parents that are like, my baby's never going to get into, like, first he's not going to get into the right kindergarten, and then he's not going to get into the right, you know, preschool. It, those are backwards. He's not, anywho, he's not going to get into Harvard. Yeah. Because he didn't had do enough tummy time. You know, but it's not like that. That's not how life works. Yeah. I have, I have heard that around the idea of the amount of words that you, that your baby hears. Not just even oh. talking, but like, how many different types of words that they hear. Like if they can hear like 10,000 words by age two or something, right. they'll be that much more better off in intelligence compared to someone that so only just, hears 8,000 so words. So just let your baby listen to podcasts all day That's long. That's right, yeah, just fire up baby steps. We have <laughs> amazing vocabularies on this show and just set it on infinite repeat. <laughs> <laughs> It is interesting, though. That's why they say you have to read to your baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are ways to, uh, to like, boost baby's cognitive development. Wow. Yeah. And they're not complicated. Hmm. I, I mean, you know what they are. I know what they are. They're, like, the simplest things that you do every day that you don't even realize that you're doing. Yeah. You know, talking to them, singing to them, uh, reading to them. You know, it's all the things that you do with babies. Yeah. And that's what 
makes them learn those things faster. Hmm. We wanted to start a segment in each episode. Uh, I feel like we talk a lot about the craziness of parenting and the, like, the dirty, the scary, the difficult. Yeah, maybe we focus on the negatives a lot. Parenting's hard. Yeah. And, you know, all all our parent listeners out there, they get it. But we wanted to do a... uh, a segment that is we like to call the joy of parenting mm-hmm. because right. there are also so many joys that come with parenting yeah. as well. So each week we'll say one little nugget of something that brought us joy. And this week for me, it was Wes drawing his first ever letter. He drew the first letter of his name. And I know it was a letter and not just a squiggle because he was pretending to write a letter. <laughs> he went W and then he said, dear. Wes. Oh. And and didn't he say like W for Wes? He didn't say that. Oh, okay. I said W for Wes. Oh, I he, see. But he was saying, Dear Wes, for Wes. He just kept saying Wes. But he drew like all of these little W's. Oh. You, it was amazing. You must have given him some really good feedback because this morning when you were taking care of Finn, we were making a birthday card for <sighs> Michelle, our mm-hmm. nanny. Um, her birthday's coming up. He calls her Mimi, mm-hmm. uh, which he started when he was, you know, 13 months old or something because um, he couldn't say Michelle. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we were we were writing her birthday card and we were trying to draw a heart and he draws an M <gasps> and he goes for Mimi. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Oh, it just I was like, you smart little kiddo. And he also he he's I don't. Okay, I feel like you and I give each other compliments a lot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now Wes has started to do it, and it makes me so happy. He the other day I was like, so we're at my parents' house, and um, I wanted to put those outlet covers on some of the outlets mm-hmm. in the hallway, and uh, and so I was like, Wes, maybe you can help me. We're you know we're he's a toddler, he likes to have a task, and uh, and he looks at me and he goes, Mommy. You're a really good safety person. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, Bug. Those moments are pretty joyful. They really are. Yeah. So that's it's hard to encapsulate the joy of parenting in one moment or one sentence. Mm-hmm. But it's little moments like that that kind of add up to make it a joy. Yeah. Remind me next episode to give an update on... Wes sitting at the table. Okay, I yeah. will. Tune in next week and comment what make what gives you a joy in parenting if oh. you're watching on YouTube. I would love to hear that. Remember, rate us five stars. It helps other people discover the show. Leave us a review. And email your questions at babystepsadvice at gmail.com. We will see you next Sunday. Bye. Bye. Bye.